Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wakanda for We Bought a Mic, a pop culture podcast with some instant reactions on a movie we just saw, Black mm-hmm. Panther, Wakanda Forever. My name's Ernest. My name's Hunter. I We just came from the movie, so I haven't had time to think of something. Oh, anyone can wear the, the kitten mittens. <laughs> Meow. Like anyone can wear the mask. Anyone can wear the, the mittens. We're going to hit you with some instant reactions. This is not going to be a full deep dive review like we'd like to do. But, you know, Hunter and I, we've been uh, we've been seeing some some movies early with our fancy new press access. And uh, we you got to really flex that thing. Like as soon as every time you get the chance, like, hey, idiots, <laughs> we saw this movie. You haven't even seen it yet. Am I pull- is that pulling a Bill Simmons? Uh, no, if you wanted to pull Bill Simmons, you'd be like, I. Guys, Marvel is drunk right now. I don't know what's happening. Marvel, Marvel is drunk right now. It's off its rocker. No spoilers. No spoilers yet. But I did get to see the movie before any of you because you're all poor. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm rich. Um, all right. So here we have Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Again, we're not gonna uh do a whole a whole review. These are very fresh instant takes. Uh, we literally just got back from the movie theater. What mm. did you think of this movie, Hunter? Um, and again, I mean, no this spoilers. movie, I don't think, yeah, no, I mean, specified. this will be spoiler free discussion. Little bit of background this movie has been like kind of one of the most under wraps Marvel movies pretty much since Endgame, of like nobody really knew fully what this story was going to be, how much we're going to acknowledge the passing of Chadwick Boseman RIP and um, RIP. And to be honest, uh, this movie to me kind of has this massive black cloud hanging over it. That's kind of defines every moment, every plot beat of this movie. There's just this shadow of the passing of Chadwick and the passing of T'Challa that lingers over everything. And to me, that kind of leads to a mixed bag overall. Um, there's still Ryan Coogler at the helm, so he's not going to make a bad movie. There's still plenty of set pieces that look beautiful. There's some incredible performances, specifically Letitia Wright. Uh, Lapita Nyong'o comes back and just like kind of steals every single scene that she's a part of, as she tends to do. Um, but it just, in general, kind of feels like we're trying to make a sequel to Black Panther over here. We're trying to uh, honor Chadwick Boseman over here. We're trying to add another wrench into the Marvel plot line so that we can see what the future of Wakanda will look like in future movies. And it doesn't ever really click. Did you like it though? I liked it fine. I thought it was fine. That's kind of where I'm coming down on it is that the more that I think about it, I'm kind of nitpicking things, but also I'm thinking back to scenes and I'm like, well, that was really well executed. Like the way that this movie starts, no spoilers or anything, but it starts with a memorial to Chadwick that is very affecting. Yeah. Very, very classic. It's it's in the trailer. It's like the, like a funeral type, like a wake type sequence um i i agree with most of your complaints i i do think this movie does kind of end up being kind of wonky uh you do feel a little bit of kind of the scotch tape a little bit of all these subplots 
and characters kind of being uh you know all crammed into this two and a half hour runtime um you you do feel the length a good bit but again ryan coogler he just kind of makes everyone look bad he kind of <laughs> is doing it better than most still even in a movie that is a little bit janky it's there's still something about it that it is just better than the average disney marvel product you know it's it's when you stack it up against the 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 thor love and thunders and the she hulks and whatnot it's just you can't even compare it it's on another level um we do we would have to get into spoilers to kind of get into a lot of where some of these issues are with the story but i do think it is trying to do too much it is fitting way too many characters and way too many subplots because the absence of chadwick of the main character of the first movie does sort of like splinter everything into all of these different characters and you feel it you feel the movie kind of jump around to service all of these other people that now kind of rise up to the to the surface in the absence of chadwick you kind of feel his loss the the lack of his presence and that is kind of what the movie's about and and sort mm. of the ways all of these characters deal with that loss in their own ways and kind of process that grief in different ways so i do think the movie is trying to do something different and trying to kind of break away from the marvel formula and and honor chadwick and honor the loss that huge huge loss that that was um but I do think it kind of it doesn't a hundred percent nail it. It kind of struggles a little bit. Um, I don't think it's we 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 kind of mentioned this as soon as it ended, but you mentioned that to you it's a little bit of a considerable drop in quality from the original. To me, it's kind of on that same level. I wasn't like super high on the original Black Panther. I feel like this one is is a worthy successor, even though to me that movie wasn't like top tier material necessarily like they're both pretty good i think this movie improves upon it in a couple of different ways i think the visuals for the most part are a lot better um there's no kind of egregious cgi uh i will know, i will PS3 give that to you. there's some graphics there's some bad cgi in the first one there's yeah. there's some really really rough especially for like the, the third 20, act. 2018 at that point like we had better cgi than that and they kind of drops the ball there and um and you know the these some of these new characters like again the the story doesn't 100 percent service them but i love these actors i mean riri williams um i had the actress pulled up i don't know if you have her um and namor uh the villain these two really shine for me um we've got uh dominique thorne and mm -hmm. tenoch huerta um they were just really standout elements of the film for me. I I think the struggle the 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 story kind of struggles a little bit to to kind of give them their full sort of due because it is trying to do a lot more that's not just these two characters, but they were kind of the standouts for me. Um, and yeah, I mean, I I like the movie. I think it it is probably going to um you know not have the the biggest sort of overwhelming cultural impact that the first one had but it doesn't feel like a 
a uh, misfire. It, it feels like it's still on that same caliber. That's yeah. I mean, I guess I. It's funny because I just I feel like I'm really of two minds of this movie, like coming fresh off of it. Where you're right, um, Dominique Thorne and uh, who is the other uh, Tenoch Huerta? Like both of their performances are great. I think they would be better in a different movie than this. Because really, I think that where this movie works best is when it's dealing with the Chadwick of it all. It's when it is a movie about grief. It's when it is kind of a movie about a power vacuum, which that is a whole element of this movie that could just been a whole film in itself where there's this kind of internal struggle that doesn't fully get fleshed out of the way of this. There's a bit of a power vacuum that's left there from the Black Panther. And there's some parties saying, like, we need to find the next Black Panther. And there's other people saying, we don't need a Black Panther. That's an antiquated, like, emperor that we have here. And we actually can, like, move on from this whole system. And that is the more interesting story to me. Not to mention that I've been trying to – I've been kind of thinking about it as we were – um heading home from the theater here and there's a little bit of kind of the stages of grief revolving around the black panther uh and like kind of what that figure means like we do start in a place of like pure denial of like we don't need the black panther like it's fine let's just move on to the next thing and then kind of this whole state like we do kind of meet some like true anger in this movie there's a lot of like anger and uh just kind of ill will towards the world in this sentiment. You're just ready to burn everything down in response to losing this and a little bit of bargaining that's kind of happening in there. Like there are these elements and that is where the movie really works to me. And because of that, it felt like we're like having this story. We're telling the Kugler story, the story that he's trying to tell a story about grief, about loss, and then it's like, oh, we have to do this thing where there's this fish man over here and he's he's got his own little backstory. And I mean, he's a good it's a good performance. The character's interesting. I personally uh kind of wanted more from that character. Uh not to take anything away from the actor, but I just thought it was little generic uh Marvel villain there. It's like, oh, he's got an empathetic backstory. It's like, well they all do at this point when was the last time that there wasn't an empathetic backstory <laughs> villain character was it uh um thor ragnarok was that the last time that kate blanchett showed up and it was like she's she was, just i'm evil. bad <laughs> she's just evil like otherwise it's like yeah cool they all have some kind of yeah motive. i mean we we it's, you know we we did comment on this that the fact that it, it does feel like a continuation of some of the same and i don't want to get into too many specifics here but some of the same kind of uh spiritual ideology of the killmonger character mm -hmm. in the first one the, well, the kind of anti-colonialism of it all and that really resonated with me i mean there's there's a sequence in this movie where we get sort of the backstory the origin of namor and it really kind of doubles down on that idea of like you know uh fuck co colonialism destroy colonialism like really rise up against and it felt it felt good to see it rendered in the way it's rendered in this movie in that specific sequence and kind of how it uh, sort of branches out through the Namor character in the story. And it, it just on the canvas of a movie like this, on the, the scale of like a Marvel Disney product, to see that and to see people of color 
on screen in 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 this exact way um telling this story it feels good it feels really good i i i didn't feel like i was being you know betrayed or or manipulated too much by this kind of like evil conglomerate uh mega corporation that disney is it, it felt like kugler found a way in there to tell a story like a real story with mm. with a real purpose and it doesn't blossom into anything like fully you know intellectual or 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 you know in, insanely meaningful but it 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 manages to to fit more of those ideas in than these movies do at all you know That's and, true. and yeah. i i really 100%. really appreciated that i do want to ask though because you're a hundred percent right like the some of those themes of like colonialism and kind of some of the more broader ideas that this movie is trying to tackle. I think that I like that they were included there. I would have liked a lot more of it. I think that the first movie actually includes a lot more of that. And that kind of leads me to one of my biggest takeaways from this movie, which is that, and this isn't to dismiss the movie outright whenever I say this, but it feels a little bit like Kugler and the cast and the crew felt a little bit of the pressure to recreate the moment of Black Panther. Like Black Panther, the thing about that movie that made it special whenever it came out was it wasn't Endgame. It wasn't billed to be this thing that was going to change Marvel forever. It just kind of took over the consciousness. You had Kendrick Lamar making the soundtrack for it. You had this performance from Chadwick and Michael B. Jordan that were just kind of so different from anything that we'd seen in Marvel before. And I don't know, it feels a little bit like there's some key pieces in the making of this movie where they're trying to recapture that magic. We were yeah. talking about right after the theater that the soundtrack, this is, yeah, this is like, this whole movie is just an advertisement for black Panther two soundtrack coming to Spotify or Apple music near you this Friday. Like, it's They're leaning a little bit too much to the, into it. To the point yeah. Where like Ludwig Gordson has a really good score. And I feel like the soundtrack kind of takes away from the score because there's too many needle drops. Right. And yes. I like sure. a lot of the needle drops. A lot of the needle drops are good. A lot of the score is good, but it's kind of just too noisy at parts. And I think because of that the quieter moments of the movie are kind of things that worked best for yeah. me when there wasn't any of that pizzazz on top of no, it there, there I, are I, there are multiple moments that i can think of right now i won't name any specifics where that's happening a needle drop is happening and i'm thinking the entire time i would like this more if it was just score yeah like it's cool i'm sure this is like a fun little pop song that'll get like 500 million listens on spotify but like i don't really want to listen to that right now like i ludwig's a great composer let's just hear him compose academy score. award winner it's, I so you brought that up and before this movie came out a lot of people were wondering speaking of recreating the moment if this movie could catch on like wildfire in the same way that the first Black Panther did nominated for best picture all that yeah yeah won the SAG award for best ensemble I'm a little bit skeptical after seeing this movie I don't especially, know especially especially when we have another water based major blockbuster sequel right around the corner well, I think that we have so there's that there, which, by the way, there's a lot of water sequences and uh, 
my thought as watching the movie is this is going to age uh, in a month. This whole sequence is going to look like shit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's almost just... like someone else has been trying to perfect <laughs> underwater yeah. filmmaking technology for 13 years. Sorry, Coogs. Step <laughs> aside, buddy. Um, but not only that, like you have, uh, if you notice a new Top Gun Maverick poster behind me, nice. um, that's also kind of competing to be the big blockbuster that everybody loves. Yeah. And will I the do Academy, wonder like spread as, the love or will they just kind of pick one? Yeah. One, maybe two, but yeah. I, I just kind of wonder if this movie also, even with audiences, as much as I love kind of the, when this movie does tackle more of the grief, the quieter moments, is this movie have too many quiet moments to, for the mass audiences to love it and to cling on to as much as the first one. Um, we haven't mentioned it yet. This movie is two hours and 45 minutes long. It's way too fucking long. I think this movie could have been yeah. like 30 minutes shorter. It kind of just keep, it kind of keeps going and going. It just keeps, yeah. The first hour I looked at my watch and I was like, Oh boy, we are only an hour into this thing. Cause it's so much jumping all over the place. When we're introducing this character and we got to remember this person. Yeah. We haven't seen them Hunter, in a while. Everett we got to introduce Ross. this villain. It's Martin Freeman. He's back. Our favorite. Why? So why is he in this movie? I know we can't get into spoilers, but like, was he, did he just sign up? Cause he's like, yeah, I like Ryan Coogler. I'll just, I'll show up and be in like three scenes in this <laughs> silly little movie. I liked it. You know, it, it's <sighs> definitely, I, I will mention it again. The, the, the way I described it was just kind of wonky. It's just a little wonky. It, I don't know if, you know, I, I think that given the circumstances of how, you know, making this movie in a pandemic with whatever behind the scenes drama they had of some members of the main cast wanting to get vaccinated or not, and the death of its main star, you know, this could have gone a lot worse. And I think the final product is very enjoyable. And I feel like, you know, it might not be the big cultural splash that the first one was. But I think that when you compare it against everything else that, that Marvel has been putting out in the last couple of years, it's, it's top tier. I mean, this is a real movie. I mean, dude, you haven't seen black Adam. Like this is, <laughs> well, this is like I'm not comparing this to black. Yeah. I can't literally anything is fucking <laughs> citizen Kane compared to black Adam. Okay. Like I'm not comparing it to dog shit. I don't know. You're, you're definitely a lot higher on this than I am. I, I think that this is kind of like right on the same tier as multiverse of madness, to be honest. I think I might have liked multiverse of madness a little bit more just because it's more yeah. creative I mean, it's, and what it's trying to do. You got the Cumberbatch and zombie makeup, you know, trying to talk out the side of his mouth. Like you can't beat that. Well, you got him throwing music notes. And music notes. Music exactly. notes battle. Yeah, like are you kidding me? I I mean I'm happy. Does Ryan Coogler have another one of these lined up or can he make like a real adult movie? Next? I kept thinking um, that during this movie. I was like, <laughs> I three coming would next year. So love for Coogler not to do Secret Wars, please, please, please. <laughs> we let have him a, do something else. you know, yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. I just I want him to do something not in the Marvel franchise. Like, let him let him spread those wings. All right. Well, that'll wrap up our quick instant reactions to Black Panther, Honda Forever. Uh, maybe we'll have more thoughts later down the road. 
if uh drew watches this he probably won't uh, but hey they go to knows? another realm wakanda is a realm so yeah yes the the yeah. realm of of uh not atlantis they do not say the word atlantis in this movie yeah really thought that we were gonna get like an atlantis drop there and it's called something else i don't know what it's called Talo- talocan talocan there we go thank you thanks for tuning in uh please rate review subscribe like and comment and we'll see you next time take care wakanda Bye. forever wakanda sometimes <laughs> <laughs>